Good morning, good morning. Anybody slept sleep uh, with their phones in a different location last night? Anybody? All right. Uh, I was just rereading some stuff. Walt Mueller, um, I, was a, I had the privilege to work with a, a webinar uh, recently, um, and, uh, uh, but just I reread the, the stuff that he was saying about uh, the circadian rhythms and our sleep being set up. Um, one thing that I had forgotten is just so much. You guys know um, the teenagers, everything is competing for their sleep. Uh, staying up late. I know I, uh, if you guys, those of you that know me, um, I have always had a um, weird sleep schedule. And, uh, you know, I get up early, I go to bed late, and different things like that. And, how, and I'm married. I, um, I mean, Erica was stretching it, hanging out, having dessert at the Lane's house last night. She's like 8.30. It's like, oh. I mean, she's, if, when I married her, she was in college. If she didn't have 13 and a half hours of sleep, she was grumpy. You know, uh, so it's uh, it's just it's it's a truth. The students, uh, teenagers now, they're estimating uh, researchers say show nine and a, nine hours and fifteen minutes of sleep needed for the healthy growth and moving from adolescents' bodies to adult bodies. And so it's just something you know we all struggle with as parents, getting our kids to go to sleep uh, and things like that. But even those lights, like I mentioned last night. Uh, the notification, the blue lights, the green lights, whatever your uh, devices have, if you have them in the room with you, um, that has a, a potential for um, disrupting that sleep. So um, anyway, that's just, that one's for free. I just was wanting to make sure that I was giving you guys the right information, so I went back. I did get, I, went, I did my homework. You guys want to hear it? Okay. We had some questions uh, about some devices, uh, about uh, finding um, whether or not they deleted a portion of the history and things like that. This is what I found out. Um, the, uh, uh, as far as the iPhone um, and, the, and the, the iOS devices, uh, I found on there's this www.12skip.com. There's a, uh, a thing for the question you asked, um, which is what we found with the advanced settings, what we found that last night. That should all have everything still there unless they have been savvy enough to get into that advanced setting and clear that. Does that make sense? So even if the history is deleted uh, through that advanced setting on, on there, it should have that web content uh, sh- should still be there. So if that's clean, that's another good sign uh, that, that there's nothing been accessed on a particular phone. Does that make sense? And that's with an iPhone uh, aspect. And your question was, was if they... Uh, Refresh my memory. Was if they have added and then deleted an app, or was that, was that you guys over there? Uh, the adding and the deleting of the apps uh, can be helped if there's, <laughs> you know, that phrase. There's an app for that. There's an app for that. There's uh, uh, there's one that um, it's called Helper Plus app that tracks once it's installed. Um, it 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 whether it's deleted from. I've got one. Thank you. Um, whether it's deleted from uh, the app store or not, it should log it in, in that, that app. And there's some others. And understand, this is where you go back to leveraging technology for, to help us be better parents. All right? A lot of times it just takes a, a, a couple of queries on, uh, on Google to get some stuff generated to where you can start reading. And let me tell you, anything that I know... Right? Anything that Walt Mueller knows, anything that Hausman knows that wrote this book, there has, there has, prior to us figuring out, there's 10 mommy blogs out there that has written on the subject. 
All right, that is the truth. There is, there, there is, I mean, I always talk about the first line of defense is those mommy bloggers, stay-at-home moms that have, I, you know, I, I don't want to say they don't have nothing better to do, but they are out there on the leading edge of helping protect our children. So uh, just, you know, I, I can't vouch for everybody's content. And everybody's stand, there's, a, there's a website that I like to use called dadlabs.com. Um, but the language on it occasionally uh, gets because their whole stance is taking back paternity, being dad, you know, um, go railing against um, the, the dumbing down of dads in media. And, you know, think about it all the way from, from back when every, every dad's a buffoon, an idiot, you know, that just stumbles into situations and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, just, just to be mindful of that when you're looking around uh, for things. Some other things is you, you need to, first of all, enable the web and content filtering. All right, whether you've got Android or iPhone, uh, there is a Teen Safe uh, is another app uh, for iPhone and Android uh, that helps with uh, with safe browsing uh, and tracking that kind of stuff. And then this is where the tricky thing with iPhone and some of you guys as parents, you're not going to care. But when you disable Safari, all right, and Safari is so ingrained in the operating system uh, for an iPhone. Um, but when you disable it, which I encourage you to do, then it forces them to use one of the other search browsers that are, are, that are safe. And there's a bunch of them out there. I use X3 Watch. X3 Watch is a, is a, is a browser it, that, you know, just my normal uh, activities, you know, and different things, it gets you to the same places that most everything as far as answering questions and Googling things and uh, things like that. So um, App Tracker is another app that you might look into. Uh, that that uh, it tracks. It's helpful for managing your own time. If you put it on your own phone, it lets you know how many time, how how many seconds you've looked at the screen, how many seconds you spent with email, how many seconds you know in minutes and hours and all that kind of stuff is all tracked. So, if you want to get serious about managing your time, um, that's one of the the I know <laughs> I always tell uh, adults and and other uh, youth pastors that I I speak with um, to not don't you can't tell my students. Um, that I'm, 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 that I'm organized and I like my stuff in certain places because it ruins my street credibility, you know, because all youth pastors are supposed to be sloppy and, you know, all that other kind of stuff, which I, I rail against that with them. But, you know, uh, all of my T-shirts in my closet are, are arranged by a short sleeve, long sleeve, and, and color-coded. Um, so uh, you can just understand that when, when I'm talking about time management, I, uh, I like to, to know where that time is being spent during my day. Same way with you. If you're coming in there and you're talking with me and say, hey, Dustin, I need some accountability with time management or, you know, uh, making sure I get a Sabbath. Let me tell you, that's not a suggestion. Looking around the room, some of us are workaholics, some of us not, something like that kind of stuff. But if you're not building into your schedule a time for rest, your children learn that. Does that make sense? Um, and so that's the way God's wired us. And so if you're needing some help with that, that's why I love sitting down with people looking through their schedule because there's more, more often than not, I can find extra time for them to do the right things. And then a lot of things that we need to say no to. So that's just a little side note. Um, but those app trackers and things like that can, can help you with your devices. Um, we're going to talk about the last session today is all going to be helpful tips and tricks that we can all maybe share some of our own ideas on how we've tried to take back uh, that family time uh, as well. Um, Google, um, there's uh, some things on, uh, just very simple. It um, goes back to your question. You take the device that your kid has, 
you say, how can I, uh, you know, parental settings, how can I set settings or parental settings for uh, iPhone C, uh, CS or 6 or 6S? And then there's going to be lots of walkthrough um, things that pop up on the Internet that somebody has kind of walked you through. You go to this settings and you go to advanced and you go. And so th- just giving you guys, helping you guys understand how to find that is, is part. I could sit here and tell you, but you would know it for that device, right? How many times do your kids get upgrades and, you know, it might get hand-me-downs from you when you move to, on to a next phone? So, all right, does that, does that answer some of those questions? I just want to encourage you guys. I don't know all the answers, but let me tell you, I, you know, the ones that I don't know, I, I will tell you I don't know that, but we can find it. I mean, it's, it's out there in ability to, to go. All right, so with uh, the first thing, we're, talking about, we're just talking about safety um, today and some, some things. And so you might have lots of questions, uh, and we'll work through those. We're going to have some time for that. I'm going to spend, uh, we're going to kind of fly through these screens. Uh, so go ahead and go to the next one. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, hello, somebody sleep at the switch up there? All right, let's go. All right, all right. He's on his phone. <laughs> yeah, we all thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah. He said, "How's your Clash of Clans doing? Doing all right?" Yeah. All right. Um, what's an appropriate time? This is something that we look at. There's a huge amount of liars. All right. There's a whole bunch of liars because Facebook suggests that it's 13. All right. And if you've got a child, how many, I mean, it's constant. I get uh, friend requests. Because that was like the first thing, and they're like 10. First of all, I don't add them, all right? I was like, nope, all right? I don't want to encourage. And the thing is, there's upwards of 73% and higher of those underage children that have Facebook or have gotten it in the past had parental help. What message does that send your child when it comes to suggestion? If a secular company as Facebook suggests that nobody under 13 have it, good gravy, all right? So um, there, there's something that, that we need to look at. Uh, Facebook itself imposes a 13 and over semi-policy. They're not going to check it now. You know, I mean, they've got, you know, all those billions of other things. There's so many of us that are, um, you know, they're, wanting, they're, they're more into monitoring the likes of the things that we click on the like button uh, so that they can sell us ads on the side of the uh, the thing if you uh, there's a there's some apps out there there's some extensions for Chrome I use Chrome um, there's some extensions that uh, you can add that block those things and then it tells you up in the top uh, that you know how how much it's blocking and stuff like that they estimate per year it's two billion dollars that those ad blocking um, apps cost advertisers so let's do our worst all right let's let's block them all and so you know because the thing is think about it you guys remember Minority Report Tom Cruise, and he walks in the store, and it scans his eye and says, hey, you know, Mr. So-and-so, have you want another pair of socks? Because it knew what you purchased. We're there, all right? And it's not, I'm not really that geeked out about it because, you know, ultimately it helps me, um, you know, it's kind of my, my Internet uh, activities and stuff like that shows up. There's a lot of hiking equipment and a lot of, uh, you know, youth stuff and fun games and different things like that. It's fine, but if by chance, this is where... They, <laughs> these apps and some of these um, programs, everyone, Safari, Firefox, Chrome, um, all of the major uh, operating systems and software and search engines have a private browsing tab. 
You guys know what, know what I'm talking about? Uh, you can go incognito, which it doesn't save, it, it, it doesn't save your history, your browsing history. Um, that's something to be watch, watching out for as well. If, you're, if your child has figured those things out and they go into those in-private viewing, it's Internet Explorer. I'm not sure if anybody uses that anymore, but uh, Safari and Firefox, they all have private browsing situations. The reason they justify that is for that reason. It's not tracked as far as the locations, and they say it like this. What if you're looking for a surprise birthday gift? Uh, for your child, and you guys have the family computer, and you don't want it to spoil the surprise. I mean, give me a break. Um, so there's just some things that are in there to watch for as well. You can disable all of that um, uh, if you you just kind of spend some time looking at it, through, because that that's that's a that's a danger. I mean, stuff won't even show up as being searched. Now it's there in your web history because Google doesn't get rid of anything. All right, they want to mine that information and, and gave, gather that. So that's just a side point. All right, let's go on to the next one. Um, so please stick to the age restrictions. Um, I uh, let me see who, who's in the room here. All right, um, I got a phone call. I made sure it was okay. I'm going to share if I can share the conversation I had with your daughter when I went up and I asked her. I said, "Are you still mad at me?" And she says, "Why?" I said, "Because you know your mom uh, texted me about you know whether or not to get it was an Instagram, correct?" Um, and then she, then she realized how mad she was at me. And she's like, yes. You know, she's like, we were almost there. We were to the point where she was installing it and we were signing up. And she texts Dustin and she asked her, she's like, why are you texting Dustin? She's like, you know, just to give me, and of course I'm like, fight, fight as long as you can, you know, stay away. You know, just, you know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. And as parents, she's going to be fine. All right, your kids will be fine when you say no to those kind of things. Google uh, Plus is growing fast. Uh, Facebook still dominates. Uh, this is all fairly, you know, because it's been longer than, than 45 minutes. These statistics are just, uh, and again, if you're fascinated with statistics, go to internetstatslive.com. It'll blow your mind. You might waste a whole five minutes just staring at people, the numbers just going up. It's very uh, soothing. All right, uh, Chinese, um, the only thing that really is worried with some of our uh, social media is uh, some of the Chinese, obviously, there's there's billions of people so over there. So they they can if they move into the market, um, there's uh, other uh, social media in other parts of the world that that uh, um, are you know pushing Facebook and Google and all that kind of stuff. But as of right now, uh, Google rules it all as far as uh, searching and, and things like that. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, uploading photos, there's, you know, we all understand. I told you there was millions and millions and millions just with, just with Instagram uh, per day. And then add to that Facebook and, you know, the thing that we're, we're uh, worried about now is educating our students and our children that employers and colleges are deciding whether they want these people on their campus or in their workforce. That is very real, all right? Uh, so, you know, it's not only the fact that you're, you, you we, and we can't start at, we can't go from this angle and say, you know, well, you know, you go to your parties or whatever, just don't, don't be stupid. Don't post something up. No, listen, let's take it, let's, you know, again, we talked about, we don't want to deal with the symptoms, we want to deal with the real issue. Um, and so that's just a very real thing. Um, I've started communicating that to my 11-year-old. It's like, listen, once things go up, they never go away. You know, there's there's always some some server somewhere that's got that stuff on it. Um, uh, the uh, liking um, I've done with a couple of uh, youth pastors of mine uh, recently tried to bring back the poke button. 
on Facebook. It was kind of fun, so we started, you know, so then it, anyway, I poked a couple of buddies, and then they took screenshots of it and then tweeted, tweeted it out that Dustin Sam's bringing back the poke button and different things like that. Just think about how quickly that is not a conversation anyone would ever have without social media, right? Because we're looking for the laughs. We're, the students are looking for the likes and the reaction, all right, Facebook finally smartened up, and now there's the reaction button. Not only just the like and the dislike, but the sad face and the angry face, and all of that can be added to any post at any given time. Um, so we're seeking that reaction. All right, so let's go to the next one. All right, um, this is uh, just a good, the numbers are so big that they're really not important, but just looking at uploads and shares of photos, all right, millions, messages with friends one-on-one, uh, commenting on friends' post, clicked a Facebook like button, um, followed a group or a, part, uh, a page created. You guys all know, probably seen a point where you've had the invites. Dustin has invited you to like Second Baptist Church's page, you know, and different things like that. So all of that is a way to interconnect community, which is essentially um, a, a side effect of what the students are doing now is, you know, remember last night when I talked about it's, a, it's an identity, identity fitting room. They're trying on different personalities, different things, to see what reactions they get. Well, what happens if they actually go back into school and they're interacting with those people that they have interacted with online? What do they have to do? They have to be that person. There's the stress of, of, of trying to be that personality that they have generated um, maybe we've reinforced it, maybe we haven't, but ultimately we see that trickle into the local church. Think about that. That's been around for a long time. Can I go to your church? What's the dress code of your church? How do you fit in? Will I be able to be? I will tell you that my mom, you know, I didn't grow up in church, but we visited a church and we went, didn't go back to a church because she was a single mom with four kids and I was the youngest of four. And if you can imagine me as a young child, I was not sitting still. And so the way that we, were, we, weren't, we weren't exactly welcomed in, and if anything, it was more of, let's just, if we don't look at them and don't talk to them, they won't come back. Our churches are full of that as well. And so we want to be welcoming to the community the same things that adolescents and adults now, because they've been grown up in the digital age, they're looking for that affirmation. All right? Any questions on that? Uh, because that's the very real thing. Looking for community, looking for uh, affirmation, um, and they're going to get it like... Like Bill shared with them, you're going you're gonna to be influenced one way or the other. Same way with his parents. You influence one way or the other. I went with my daughter to a daddy-daughter date, uh, dance uh, in Greenbrier. We're in Greenbrier schools, and uh, um, we walked in, and I made the decision, thank the Lord, the decision, left my phone at home. She was dressed up. I was dressed up. We went in there. And uh, so at one point when we were dancing around, and she was looking around, she said, Dad, Look at all of these dads buried in their phones. Oh, my eight-year-old at the time, my eight-year-old saw that. And I looked around and looked up, and I saw three church members. All right, they go to second. They're in Greenbrier School. I saw them all. They were in there. Their daughters were talking to some. They were sitting over there on their phones. That communicates. They see that, okay? You understand that that communicates. You, it, you, that do as I say, not as I do doesn't work. All right, when it comes to, I mean, I'm trying to be, I'd be a good example with uh, texting in the car. You know, Erica, you know, when you see something comes up, I see her face come up, and I toss Dalton the phone and said, if you want to, if your mom needs a response, respond to her. Okay, 
Because think about it. How many times have we been in a situation where we might have looked at something, not even necessarily texting, and your kids will be the first one to say, don't text and drive. 60% of accidents are caused by distraction. That's what my kids say, all right? They hear this stuff all the time. Um, and so it's just, it's just important to understand and to lead that by example. Okay, let's go to the next one. I've just got these clips to just prove to you guys that, that there's just so much going on. Um, you can't take it, take, take it all in, all right? You can't. Um, but this is something we do need to talk about, geotagging. Everybody familiar with that? Um, if you understand what the, this is, I'm going to get a little uh, technical. Um, with the advance of digital, uh, with phones, digital photography, um, with, especially with GPS uh, involved, um, the metadata that's put into, so anybody in here professional photographers? or do some editing, stuff like that. If you, you speak with um, a professional photographer, somebody does that, even does that as a hobby, they understand that this information um, is vital when they're looking at their pictures, you know, where they took it and how they took it, what the lights were, you know, light was, ap- aperture of the sun. I mean, it just gets really technical, okay? But what this does is because it's on our phones with our GPS technology is that ingrains that and embeds that into the picture. Have you ever wondered how uh, you see some people post on Instagram and things like that, and right below it it says Woolly, uh, you know, what's the Woolly, Woolly State Park? Yeah. Um, you know, any, you know, San Francisco, um, Golden Gate Bridge, all that kind of stuff is all in there because they have their settings to tag the location with that picture. All right? Um, then there's apps out there, and anybody that can, that can build um, – you know, write code, can design something. In fact, there's all kinds of maps that you can find on the Internet that um, in New York City, every Instagram photo that was uploaded with geotagging or geolocation in a thing gets mapped. And so they can see that, all right? And this is the scary part, all right? This is where where students and adults, sometimes we're asleep at the switch. And a lot of times there's probably going to be some of you that come up afterwards and you hand me your phone, like show me where to fix that. All right, every time when they add something or they get an update, everything says, um, I think I go to, the, go to the next slide. I think we've got uh, a picture. Yes, something like this. All right, they don't even look at it. They just click OK. All right, it's going to be something like this. Maps would like to use your current location. OK. All right, camera would like to use your current, current location. OK, can't be that big of a deal because I'm in Valonia, Arkansas. All right, and so, um, but what this does is it allows that stuff to be tracked. All right, it's the same way, the same situation of posting, hey, we're headed out on a cruise, you know, our house is empty, come rob everything that we have, all right? Same concept, all right? Now, this step, this is a step further with the stalking situation, especially um, with um, um, the information that they're sharing. A lot of, a lot of my students, I, you know, when they add on, they've got their first and middle and last names, and then there's birthdays on there. What do you need to apply for a credit card? First, middle, and last name, and birthday, and, you know, just, you know, wing everything else. There's, they're, they're not that far away from getting all the vital information, and that's scary, all right, with identity theft. Not to mention security and safety of your family. Because, for instance, let's, uh, this was a, an experiment that was done, and I use this often, um, uh, Flickr. Anybody heard of Flickr? Flickr was one of the first... Uh, um, um, websites that you could, that for, you know, upcoming ar- artists and, uh, and photographers could upload their streams, all right? Well, um, this gentleman went just to see how easy it was. Super easy. We can do this here. We, I could show this. I could walk you through the same thing in this room. 
sat down on a park, Golden Gate Bridge, spent a few hours there looking, saw different people taking pictures, saw an attractive single blonde, just made a note of it, went back, all right, after a few hours, searched pictures taken at the Golden Gate Bridge on Flickr within this time period. Next thing you know, there's, it's, you know, it goes from a lot of feeds to a few feeds. Look, next thing you know, he finds her feed. Not only does he see those pictures that she took and the selfies at the bridge and the, the time is at a bridge, but he also knows what the inside of her house looks like, what her dog, what her poodle looks like, the, what kind of car she drives because she just posted on the, the thing that, hey, I got a new car, all that kind of stuff. How scary is that? All right? We need to be smart about this. All right? That's something that is very close to my heart because, in, especially in our area, how quickly we forget tragedies that happen and things like that because of knowing the location. This is what I want you to promise to do. All right? Every one of you have a sphere of influence, a friend that is not here. Promise me that you will share something about what we've talked about to maybe cause them to have a conversation with their family sometime this week, all right? That's a one-to-one ratio, all right? You could double the amount of influence that we have just by talking about something like this, all right? This is something that we understand is, is dangerous. Let's go to the next one, all right? This is a flicker. It shows you, there's, you see those numbers and those different things, 17 taken there in the harbor. These are all pictures that were taken, you can click, and if they don't have their feed protected, which none of our students do, I mean, they don't have majority. I squawk all the time. Some of you parents have been great parents, and you have your kids' Instagram protected, and you have your Facebook protected. You've got to take some moment, if your kid is on Facebook, and make sure the privacy settings are up, all right? Because otherwise, they, they know. I just posted a, a wonderful video uh, done by a guy that does this kind of stuff. His name is Josh Oaks. Um, and it just walks through a fictitious Facebook account explaining some of the same things I talked about and how to go to those settings and fix them. I just posted, if you don't follow me on Facebook or you're not friends yet, you can add me. You can see that in one of my feeds. That's the kind of stuff that I like to keep out there and getting that out for parents. Um, and, and we go, that's, that's there. All right? And there's a million of you know, other sites coming and going. So any questions about that? Geotagging. It's simple. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Life360 is a great app for that. Um, I set that up for accountability at different levels of my accountability as well. First of all, my wife knows where I am 24 hours a day, all right? Um, she, she has access to that. I also give it to both of my assistants that have the opportunity. We're all on Life360, uh, Life um, which is a great app. Now, the thing is, um, it will also alert you if your, your kids have disabled it or turned it off, which is good, all right? It's good. Um, but uh, basically, uh, because of my office, I'm, I'm in the basement of our, our, at our new facility. And, and, and so when I show up, it sends a text and an email to both of uh, LaDonna and Polly that work with me in the student ministry that I'm there. All right? And when uh, I arrive home and when I leave home, my wife gets a text alert when I left the house and when I arrived at the house. In the same way with me. Yes. Huh? It's the GPS that's, that's set up. Now, but it, it I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all GPS tied in, but it's, it's a good GPS, not necessarily the geotagging with the posting on Instagram and different things like that. Um, I, rarely, I rarely post locations of, of things. Like we went uh, for a week. We had people house-sitting at our house, but we didn't post any of our 
Cruz pictures really, um, you know, to anybody outside of close friends uh, until we get, get back. You know, we went with some youth pastors and friends of ours, and, and we went out because that's just, you know, it's, it's dangerous. Of course, I have, you know, a 20-year Conway uh, police officer uh, day right here, and I've got uh, my neighbor behind us loves guns and shoots them all the time. You know, I wasn't worried about my spot. But the thing is, um, you know, in fact, I had to tell him that, listen, there's going to be some people babysitting my kids. This is the type of vehicles they have. You know, <laughs> don't frisk them the first time they show up. It would be great. Um, but, you know, just being smart about that stuff. Um, because, and, and if you're just clicking, that's why I tell people, slow down and look at what it's asking you to do. Because enough of us have squawked in the past that they, have, they build in these checkpoints where you have to agree to share that information. So, um, but, you know, in a hurry, you know, uh, you might hit okay. You can go back and check that stuff. But each app is different. Again, with iOS, they're all independent of each other. Um, Apple does not allow, allow apps to communicate to one another. So that's why it's difficult for an all-seeing, you know, Covenant Eyes or X3 Watch or parent, you know, Super Dad app. They, they can't watch everything because they don't allow them. They won't, won't, first of all, they wouldn't be approved to be put on Apple Store um, if they did that and they allowed that to happen. That's so why I like Android, again, because it's open source. They allow the apps to be creative and to be built, and if they hit a certain parameters, then they can allow them to go on Google Play. It's just, but, you know, that's a fight for you guys in your house, whether you get iPhone or Apple. I will tell you that Apple, you know, is, is the, it's like um, having a car, a Cadillac, that will only be able to drive on 25% of the roads. Does that make sense? It's the end thing. It's very popular. They sell a lot of them. They get the most publicity, but they have nowhere near. They have lost the, the, um, the uh, software or the operating system battle that's been going on because it is all Android. Uh, majority of the world uses Android. Now, that's good and bad because it's the same thing as with PC computers and with Macs. Why do you think Macs rarely get hacked a lot less than PCs. Why? Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's it's a whole new world. But the thing is, there's there's not nearly as many. All right, so there's not nearly there's PCs all over the world, and, and they can write open source. You know, it's it's easier to write stuff. Um, and so again, those are just different things. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, you can tell. I, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna write anybody out because I have you know I I told you about my my first email. I have my first email that's still active. But you can always tell there's a little bit of a joke for those in the tech field. Some of you guys may not be. As far as by what email server you use, it clearly indicates the level of tech savvy that you are. You guys know what I'm talking about? All right, you know, an AOL account means that you're going to print off jokes and bring them to me to read, okay? That's, you guys, we've all had parents that have had that model of situation, AOL count. I have a close friend that's in our church that when I first got here and started working with her students, and she gave me her email, and she said, AOL. I was like, you got to be kidding me, you know? And, and so and then the levels that come on up. Uh, I will tell you, Yahoo doesn't like to play well with others as far as incorporating uh, into phones. and Because, and you know, now it's just easy. It makes sense to have whatever your latest email is, having everything sent to that email. All right, you can still keep the others active, and people can contact you, but Yahoo has to, they, they've thrown a fit, and almost make you want to have to pay for the service to be able to, to forward it. So anyway, that's just a, a little aggra aggravation for me. I work with Google 
uh, Google Apps and things with our church and with other businesses and things like that as an email server. So um, there's some pluses and minuses to, to everything. There's none of them that are perfect. I'm, not, I'm by far, I use Apple and Mac products and, uh, you know, all my computers are Mac, but yet my phone and everything that I do, all the, the handheld personal things are all Android-based. So I'm not a fanboy on any way or shape or form because I have to be able to speak languages for both, both parties, I guess you'd say. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, uh, geo, the dangers. Uh, they don't realize that most of them are automatic geotagging places that they are. Um, that video, the song about, you know, taking pictures. I've been guilty of that. You know, sit down at a nice restaurant. You know, the meal sits down. It's like, what? Click, take, take a picture of it and post it, you know, and, and brag to your friends that, you know, I'm eating here. It's, you know, all of the thing, everything starts out as a good idea, and then it can get, you know, perverted when you realize that they knew exactly where I am. I don't know if you have an Android phone. If you have the certain settings, they know your phone tracks where you've been. Now, that's good accountability, but it's also, you know, if somebody's con conspiracy theorist, you might not want that kind of stuff tracked. Uh, you can look back on, it on, any, on any computer. You can get on, you log into your stuff, you can see the location and map it out or exactly where you went. Um, it's, I mean, it's all there. Once we step down to that digital plane uh, and our digital footprint, um, it's, it's crazy. Um, the, the life, you know, back to the Life 360, I went with, out to San Francisco with my wife, uh, spent a week, and they didn't realize that it was such a fun thing for them to watch me walk all over San Francisco, you know, and watch us hang out and stuff. They were, saw where we went down by the bay and Giardelli's and all this kind of stuff. Got back and said, looked like you had a good time. And then I know, because that's a level of accountability that I need to have as a youth pastor and as a husband, um, they have that, that access uh, to, to seeing me. Um, now, I will tell you, it's not perfect. Some of you guys have apps on your, parent, you know, on your kids. Um, I had a parent um, that had a, you know, called, his son, uh, called her son and said, why are you out in front of the strip club? He's like, what? So it's not perfect, all right? Um, it's not. He wasn't there. Um, I got a call from a parent when we were doing Super Winter Retreat. We were down there on Martin Luther King weekend down at Spring Lake, and I, I got a call from a mom. She says, is everything okay? I said, yeah, why? She says, you know, uh, so-and-so's phone says that you've been on the side of Interstate 30 the entire time. I'm like, no, we're starting our first worship service. Everything's good. So I, which helps her son a little bit. But um, you know, she was like, she was like, you guys, surely if they were broken down, they would have let us know. So I got in a little bit of trouble. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Everything is fine. You know, I would might, you know, and I always suggest you might want to check a different app. You know, uh, Life 360, I've found, has probably been the most accurate. Yes, Yeah, yeah. It's it, the thing is, it, that's a that's a good question. They're logging it. They they're finding out. I mean, especially in the situation. Um, I mean, Google Maps. I mean, I have my GPS specifically uh, on for that, and you know, so it knows where I'm at. So if I can say here, it's it's quick and easy to get there. Uh, you guys remember the days of using maps? That was awesome, wasn't it? Um, big atlases sticking in the back trunk of the car. Um, the ideally. You should use one that's trusted, you know, like Google Maps or, you know, the one that, that's on iPhone. But um, it's interesting. I, on websites, when it asks, you know, when I'm on a certain website and it pops up and it says, would like to use your current location, I always say no. That's just out of spite. You know, like, why do you need to know where I'm at? So you, 
Yeah, stay on a trusted site. Yeah, because it's all information, and they're going to use that information for for whatever reasons they've got, you know, whatever reason that they have to know that maybe you're a potential client, maybe you're a potential sell of something. You know, we don't, you know, in Arkansas, um, especially, you know, something that would be here, we would be target because our location for what? Tornado shelters, you know, things like that. You know, we don't, you know, when I'm out in Washington State, those things change because of your location as far as, the, you know, because we're in the United States. We're, set, you know, um, we're influencers. Um, your teenagers, uh, 18 and under, influence $14 billion worth of purchasing a year. Does that mean that's money they have in their pocket? No. It's money you have in your pocket. But they influence the spending of that money. Now, if anybody has an extra billion, then we'd all love to share. But um, So anyway, any questions? That's a good question. Um, any others on, on the geotagging? Um, you, can, you can just you can go through and into your settings on your phone. You can just shut it all off, uh, not allow any GPS, you know, at all. Yes? Yeah, I mean, it, on, especially on iPhones, you, I would highly advise that to, to where none of that stuff uh, – you know, my phone, when they, my settings are changed, I have to put in my password. Now, the key is, you know, sticking to your guns and having those passwords. Whatever you set up on whatever your kid's phone is, don't give them that, that password. Again, I'll refer back to a friend of mine, J.D., whose uh, you know, daughter says, hey, you need to put in the password for this. I, I, I want to download this game. It's a digital dog, dog pet or whatever. Uh, and so she said, does it cost money? She said no because she's eight. Typed it in. Next thing you know, the bill came in. They had $500 of in-app purchases of, of digital dog treats, which is so hysterical to me. You know, I'm like, gosh. I said, Emma, your dog's never going to be hungry. I said, I won't know. Dad deleted the whole app. You know, <laughs> you know so it, we all learn from those mistakes as, as far as what goes on. But, uh, again, nothing is going to be tried and true for everybody. Everybody has a different level of, of digital um, uh, availability that they want their parents to have. And so that's up for you, between you and God, to work out how much access you want your kids to do. And Yes? Um, that's, it depends on the phone, but if you go back to the main settings and you cancel it all for the entire phone, then that would be no. And the next time you open up Google Maps, it will say, it will, it will, it will alert you that you need to turn it on. Uh, it, that's if the case. If it works and you have already shut that off for everything else, then Google is, you know, maybe you've given it permission at some time in the past. Uh, a lot of times uh, I find that, you know, you don't know how many of these okays and, different things that you've done, and a lot of times you have to uninstall and reinstall or just do a hard reset of your phone and start from the beginning, which with a Google uh, uh, or an Android phone, like what we looked at, you can go to your all, My Maps, and it'll give you a list of what's installed and then what all you have downloaded in the past, all right? So then you can go back and tailor it back to your phone, your own, which I have advised to do. It's just like any type of rebooting of a computer um, you know, I just re- restarted uh, a phone that, that I had um, just, to, just to wipe it all clean. I put a different Gmail address in it so that I can use it 
um, just the kids can have, you know, music going or different things like that. It's not, it's not a connected. It's basically a small computer or tablet is what I've used it for. So um, that's a good question. Any others? Bobby, when's this session in? I just want to stay on track. Okay, 7.30? That's awesome. We've got a lot of time. All right. Um, the, uh, uh, so let's go on. Let's keep moving here. Uh, geotagging. All right, let's look at the Snapchat. I talked quite a bit about that last night. There's images. Um, don't go away. They're, they're, they're there. Um, uh, initially, kids were real quick at screenshotting, and then they updated. And then when the kids screenshot whatever picture, whether it was good or bad, it sent an alert back to the sender that your picture has been screenshot. So um, there's always this game of cat and mouse that has been going on with Snapchat. Um, it's, the trouble is it's gotten to the point now where, you know, universities, businesses are sending out things. You can follow UCA. They were one of the first ones in the state of Arkansas to have an account on Snapchat sending out alerts and information. So um, it's not going away anytime soon, but uh, it's still one of those questions you can ask. Why would you want, if, you know, as a lot of questions as this, um, you could ask your child, or I ask any youth group, they'd be like, my parents won't let me get Snapchat. And I'm like, why would you need to send a picture that disappears after a certain amount of time? Well, it doesn't necessarily need to. Well, then send them a text message. They're like, oh, I dug myself a hole, you know. I mean, there, there's the thing. And then with text messaging, it's a little bit safer because all of that stuff is there, and you can see if your kid uh, is deleting text messages, there's that gap in time because there is rarely a gap in time of them not texting if your kid's an a- active texter. Back when, um, several years ago before I got to Conway, uh, you could still request for a paper. You guys, anybody here still get a paper bill sometimes? Um, I remember one time a parent walked in and dropped a book on my desk because they were getting still a paper print on it, all the text and all that kind of stuff. And we're talking pages. I, I guarantee you the phone company was losing money on that deal, uh, you know, just to, to pay for postage to ship that. So that's why they've gone to digital and things like that. But um, this is just something, of course, uh, time limit. Uh, there's all, all various updates that happen. Any questions as far as Snapchat? This is a security risk because... They can, other, other individuals that aren't maybe so savvy, I'm not saying it's anybody here and that kind of stuff, could, you know, their Snapchat account could be hacked, Instagram accounts can be hacked, and then those, if you follow them, all of that junk is on your feed, right? Uh, so that's just the reality of where we live. So um, this, this one, the, this one and Instagram tends to be the one that parents are mostly battling with their students right now, their children right now. Does that seem to be the same case with you guys? Um, if it's not an issue for you guys, then bless your heart, then that's fine. Uh, but those, that's just a very real thing. 200 million snaps every day. That's just ridiculous numbers. You can't even put your mind around that kind of stuff. All right, next. All right, this is the one that's the anonymous one. We spent some time security-wise. I'm, the reason I've got these in this section is because these are the ones that I want to make sure that you're keeping your head on a swivel uh, for because it's just something that can sneak up. Uh, on us, and your kids might have it, and you might not know about it. Um, this is one that they set up an anonymous one, um, or they'll have their, I might have one that says Dustin Sams, but then I can post anonymously on anybody's page, all right? So that means you're cyberbullying. Um, all of that kind of stuff can, can come out of this situation, all right? Any questions about this one? Okay. Um, all right, let's go. Nick, keep moving on. 
I just talked about that, and it's, it's gone worldwide. This is the Hannah Smith. This is the girl that I, I talked briefly about uh, last night that was supposedly cyberbullied, and then uh, she hanged herself in 2013, and majority of hers, if not all of it, was self-done. It was to get attention, or she was already, the, it was a symptom of what the underlying thing was depression, uh, self-worth, and issues that would lead a, a child to do that. But still, cyberbullying is very, very real. Uh, in a situation where you, if you have your kid or you feel like a child you know or your child is being bullied, it needs to be addressed as quickly as possible. Um, thankfully, the laws, everything has been getting catching up on that. Um, but it's still, it's the same. And, and depending on your school district and things like that, some schools handle it very well. Uh, zero tolerance and different things like that. And other schools are, you know, it's just boys will be boys, girls will be girls and things like that. And I will tell you, in 24 years of student ministry, teenage girls can be very vicious, all right? Teenage boys can be dumb and stupid as well, but teenage girls seem to, in my experience, be the ones that go for the throat um, and, and want to, to do that. Now, that's all, a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're uh, living in a broken world and their sin is rampant and their parents may or may not, may not be believers. That's, that's just the public realm that we live in. But to prepare our kids for that. I have, new, I have ongoing conversations with my children from beginning when they, Dalton was six years old about that. Bullying is an issue. How to be an actual positive contributor to society. Talk about that with your children. A lot of times my wife laughs when I go to parent-teacher conferences because, my, you know, my wife is a teacher. She's an educator. Our kids are off the chart smart. And, uh, you know, we generally in Greenbrier schools, they're, they're the top in their class. Uh, and we also lead in tardies and absences, which is my benefit, too. This is what I bring to the table. So tardies and absences and then highest in grades. But ultimately, when I go to parent-teacher conferences, um, I ask very, you know, I, I don't worry about their grades because that's going to be taken care of because Why? I am the primary discipler. My wife and I are the primary educators in our family, all right? They also go to school and participate in that, and they learn a lot of awesome stuff, which I'm happy about. They learn some junk, too, but I'm there to filter through that, and I know that's my responsibility. But I ask the teachers every time, how is my son and or daughter behaving in class? Are they treating others with respect? Are they treating you with respect? Are they saying yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am? All right? Those are the things that, you know, it's always, it's always funny to see their reaction because, you know, she'll start him like, you'll see this testing here? And I say, you know what? I know you've got a million of these you're coming on. You're going to talk about testing. I'm not worried about that. I'll hand this form to my wife. She loves that. I want to know if my child is behaving in class, treating their others with respect, and I want to hear a story about I want to hear things like my daughter has included others in her classroom in play, in self, self-instructed, self-programmed play during recess. Does that make sense? That's something that's close to me because of being uh, equipping them to be responsible adults as they go into that. Because there's going to be times when my son and my daughter, you guys, it doesn't matter what age they are, they're going to make decisions that affect the rest of their lives, and I'm not going to be around to, to help them with that decision. And unfortunately, it's getting younger and younger. With the onset of social media, they're making decisions on their social digital footprint that will affect the rest of their lives when they're in sixth grade and eighth grade. 
Isn't that sad? We, we've taken, we have taken a lot of that away, that innocence away from our children and our society. So we need to fight as parents to help them have that as much as that as possible. Any questions about that? You may disagree with me on that. That's fine. We can talk about it. But that's just as a dad who is a product of five divorces, did not grow up in church. I have learned all of this since, you know, I, somebody I had a wonderful man named Jack McCarty began to disciple me when I was 21 years old. All right. And so I've seen the other side of it when I grew up in Washington State, and in my entire high school career, I was invited to church one time, all right? Think about how that would happen in the, the Bible Belt, in our community. Every, every kid in Valonia High School knows about a church in town, and they know that about a youth group or there's something going on or some activity. Out in Washington State, it's a, I'm sorry, let me start over. It's a seriously, spiritually dark area. Three reasons people move out to Washington State. One is for jobs. Two is for the scenery, being in the Pacific Northwest. And three is the lack of evangelical churches. So as a church, if you guys are looking for a place to plant a church, Washington State is an amazing place. All right. Um, I will tell you, it, it is beautiful. It's like a postcard, but there's not much Jesus going on in, in the area that I was at. That's just go, let's go on down. Okay. Um, this is a quote uh, from a psychologist with situation. It's just, it's... You know, there's nothing, nothing edifying. That's a term I use all the time. I like, you know, I ask students that all the time. I mean, what type of edifying content does that have? If you want, if you want this app, you want that website, you want that stuff, how does it edify? How does it make you more like Jesus? And they're like, well, that's something, you know, you're a youth pastor. That's what the kind of stuff. I thought, that's a legitimate question to ask our kids, right? What good is it? To what end? What benefit is it? To you? Well, it's fun. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that are fun. Yes, sir. It's exactly what it is. And the thing is, but it's, it's, a, it's a situation where, um, yeah, exactly. The thing is, it's this whole um, weird deal of honesty, brutal honesty. They th- it's what, that's where they will, they will say, it's just brutally honest. You know, I'm like, no, it's not. It's bullying. It's junk. There's nothing that's, uh, there's nothing that's good about it. You know, now I will, you know. Uh, it's it's the equivalent of there's a there's a an app called Yo. Y O, period, and that's all you do. That's the only message you can send on it. Yo. I say I just find Brian because Brian's on Yo, and I just send him and say, hey, Yo. You, I mean, it's so stupid, but it's so simple, and you know, it's it's just that it's the equivalent, I guess, of hey, I'm thinking about you. I don't know, Yo. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I, I study this stuff. Doesn't mean I always, I totally understand all of it, okay? Um, <laughs> until you drop that on your kids. Say, hey, I just downloaded this app. Your mom and I have, we're on Yo now. <laughs> Crazy. All right, next one. I think we're uh, getting close. Is that it? Okay. Um, the, uh, the, the time has come now for, for some Q&A, much like that. Um, this is the, the question that I would love to see you guys have. And I know everybody's at different stages of adolescence with your children or, or maybe you've got some littles and you're thinking, I'm setting up a game plan for the future. That's awesome. But ultimately, uh, to be able to articulate to your kids um, the, the why, all right? They want to know why, all right? Just think about it. They might not, you know, it's, it's the same reason that, that I have, I've got 
Brandon back there, um, I've got lots of buddies and friends, and even Brian, who's, who's my children's dentist, and the opportunity, the fact that I surround myself with people that I don't mind, because this, this is a reality. I know that there may be a time when Dalton hits 13, 14, 15, 16, that he's not going to feel comfortable talking with me about something, all right? But I've surrounded and encouraged him and talked to him to the point where if he needs to bounce an idea off of Brandon, I'm okay with that because I know the type of person that I've surrounded myself with and around my kids. That's a reality of where we're at. Sometimes it's your church's youth pastor, and Bobby will identify with that with me a lot of times um, we get these questions that they're not af- that they're just afraid to talk about with their parents, and to have somebody that is saying the same things as you as you communicate to your kids, but it's just a different person. It's it's healthy. That's the reason we bring in speakers. You know, I'm not going to come down here and teach anything. You know, if I'm sharing the gospel, I'm going to share the same gospel that Bobby shared. Why? That's a benefit to him because sometimes it's just said in a different way from a different person, but it's the same message, and it gets onto our kids. So encourage your kids to have a healthy outlet, all right? Now, it can be a two-edged sword because um, I have a family that's struggling that they know when I'm showing up at the house, their kids know they've been tattled on, all right? They've called, like, what do our parents call you for now? I said, well, probably that attitude right there. You know, you know, so the, the thing is, it's, it's something to 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 make sure that you have that outlet. Um, use um, you, uh, Bobby and Carmen and your your uh, leaders in your church as a as a resource. And so but it helps to, to have, give us a heads up. All right. This is a case in point. I had a kid come up, talk to me about dating. It's always a loaded question. And I said, my first question is. You know, Chloe, what is Brian's philosophy on dating? Well, I can't until, you know, whatever. But they say, a lot of times, what's your parents? And so if they, they're straight up and they tell us what their parents plan, then we can reinforce that. And that's a great issue. Um, I had a parent one time that come in. He said, I want you to only teach courting and courtship and how to do that in a healthy manner. I'm like, that's great. That's a great idea. I will help you. I will help reinforce that with your child. And whatever rules you have for social media, same commitment. I will help you reinforce that with your child. But look around the room here. We all have different backgrounds and different thoughts on social media and the way, you know, all media in general. Um, you guys realize that, like, PG-13 now used to be R. You guys understand that in, in media and movies? Um, I remember things that I, movies that I've seen years ago when I was 12 and 13, shouldn't have been watching. And, like, I get morning and I tell my wife, I was like, this is a funny movie. It's coming on Netflix or whatever. Let's watch it. And, like, the first five minutes, I'm like, I don't remember any of that stuff being in there. You know, and you're kind of embarrassed about it. And, you know, um, so they're just understanding that, you know, setting a game plan and a communication surrounding others, um, I guess, kind of a relief valve uh, for your children, uh, trusted influencers in their lives is, is, a, is a big deal. Yes, any questions? I hope this has been encouraging and not discouraging. Yes. Kick is bad. Kick, kick. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it at all. It's a way to be anonymous. You know, anytime that you got an anonymity that's tied in with an app and then with a screen that also protects them from stuff, um, they they can send they can send video. 
They can send uh, pictures, and, you know, it's, it's gone. It's out there somewhere, but nobody has. That's not tied in directly with that person. Um, now you see that. That's, that's getting more and more rampant. Hey, you guys, catch me on kick, you know, and they'll put their name um, on their Twitter profiles. For a long time, a ton of students that were on uh, Twitter had in their profile on their Twitter uh, feed um, their contacts for Ask, Ask FM, which is the punching bag one, and then uh, for Kick. Um, it's it's just one of those things. The anonymity of it. And of course, they always push it. What's the constant tension in the lives of our children? They want more responsive, or they want more freedom without responsibility. That's the dynamic tension of growing up. Think about what all you put your parents through, possibly. I mean, Dalton, he's amazing. He's, I can brag on him all the time. He was very influential in, in his sister uh, in leading her to Christ. And he's, he's a reader. And, uh, and he, you know, it'd be a day like this, I'll be outside. Sammy Joe will be outside with me, and he'll be in on the couch with his mom reading. Okay, I love that about him. But <laughs> the, 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 the thing about it is he, I've got him pretty figured out. Sammy Joe, she's me. I am paying for my raising with this one. All right, she looks up at me, and she says, Daddy, and I'm handing my wallet over. I'm having the keys. I don't care if you got a license or not. You go. You know, I have to fight that temptation because she's got me so wrapped around her finger already um, that, you know, knowing those personalities of your kids. And I tell them, and I encourage you to do the same thing, the rules will be different for each of you children. And that is dictated by how you respond to the rules and regulations of our house. Think about that. You can't make... Blanket, I mean, you know, room with scissors, and there's certain rules that are good for everybody. The Ten Commandments, let's put that on the house, that's fine. But, um, but you know, there's going to be some of your children that are going to push you in other areas that some of them are not. Am, am I right? Am I, you know, that's, that's it. You've got some children, they're all different personalities, um, but work to encourage them and, and affirm them. And a conversation I would have about kick, I mean, what good is it? Well, a lot of my friends are on it. Well, you know, your friends that have that app already have a cell phone. So you already text an average of 75 times a day. So why don't you just text them directly? Um, it's, just, it's just one of those things that can get them in trouble. And then the thing is, there's a lot of fit. Um, I've not even talked about this a lot, but the phishing, uh, you know, fake, uh, searching for information and private information, that's just swamped with, uh, on kick. They'll, be, they'll wake up. They'll be just random. All right, so whether somebody's invented an algorithm or written a program or code or whatever, in the middle of the night, hey, you up? It'll be somebody they don't know. So it exposes them to that anonymity of, you know, the predators is the worst-case scenario, but just people fishing for information and, and, and content because they don't know if it's a 12-year-old girl or if it's a 25-year-old person that, you know, say, hey, you know, what's up? You can be nice with them and talk with them. And next thing you know, they give up information about maybe where they're located, and then they get a letter from Nigeria saying that they're, um, need $5,000 for lawyer fees. I don't, you know, we've all gotten those emails and different things like that. That's a good question. Kick, um, you'll find all of those in, in this handout. Um, and I've got the pros and cons uh, with it, why it's popular. Uh, Kick Messenger, why it's, it's fast, no message limits, character limits, or fees. All of these apps uh, really gained popularity when kids were having a certain amount of data that they were allowed. And so once they're hooked in on Wi-Fi at McDonald's or at school or at your friend's house, they have unlimited messaging that they can do that their parents, what, can't see. You know, so um, that's, that's, that's the danger involved. But all, I, I would use this. This is a pretty, good, pretty active uh, list on why it's popular, what's dangerous about it. Um, all right, 
Any other questions? We're going to talk um, in just, we've got a, a hand, handful of minutes here, unless anybody, yes. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done. Yeah, you don't trust me. You know, you know, I mean, you know, I'd make wouldn't make those decisions. You know, I'm I'm smarter than that, Dad. We get all, all of those things will come in. This is where I would, I would sit down, and um, it helps if you do it for everybody, which is what we're gonna we're gonna talk about it in the next session. We come back some practical tips on how you model it. So we have to model it first. All right. Again, with social media, um, there's different things. You know, even my. You know, they've got, you know, Chromebooks at school. Uh, I logged into my MacBook. I just lifted it up, and, you know, it was Pokemon all over the thing. I'm like, well, that's obviously not my, you know, Chrome, you know. And so he had signed in and so he, to do his homework and all that kind of stuff. So they're savvy at a scary early age, all right? Um, and so I would start with that, you know, say, hey, you know what? This is just a direction we've been talking about as, you know, as a couple, and we want to protect you guys. And there's some things out there that you don't know about. And they'll say, like, what? And they say, well, you know what? Technology advances so fast, all right, that we just need to be prepared. And so that's why we're setting in some of these boundaries to help for the future. We don't know where tech is going, all right? Um, you know, there's there's nefarious characters out there that it's only a matter of time before they can hijack that camera on their phone. I mean, they can already do it in an advanced way. Um, but, you know, whereas, you know, PCs and MacBooks being open, a lot of times, I don't know if this has happened to several uh, acquaintances of mine, where you look up at any different time and that light is flashing, that means it's recording. Somebody's hacked through the situation and sees that kind of stuff. So there's some dangers, and I would just start with that, just saying, you know what, we just don't know everything that's going on. But God has given you to me, and you're my responsibility. And so I would, you know, I know how I would articulate that with my kids and say, um, you know, you need to trust me. And this this goes back, let me rewind for a little bit. Conversations like this start at an early age. And so think back, if some of you guys have 13, 14-year-olds and you're trying to instill some more boundaries, you might want to think back to some times when you made decisions where they obviously knew you were right. Does that make sense? Um, it's like right now, occasionally there's some times my daughter asks me questions and I'll explain something to you. And she said, how did you know that? I said, do you trust me to occasionally know the right thing? You know, I'm 43 years old. There's a million different reasons why I knew that answer for that kind of stuff. And so I use that word trust a lot because I know I'm going to have to cash in on it when she's 12 and 13 and 14 and say, you know what? Do you trust your dad? The answer has been always been that she has able to trust her dad. Okay, so that consistency is going to help me with installing some of those boundaries. And so um, I would encourage you to just have those face-to-face conversations you know, don't, they'll see through. They've got built-in bull detectors, right? Your kids, your kids know when you're blowing smoke, right? And so um, start with that conversation and in a, in a, in being very honest through some things, you know, new stuff. You know, I've, I have to admit, I'm learning some stuff. Every time when I, I change a rule in my house, it's, it's because there's something else that's, that's come to light. The open DNS uh, filter on your Wi-Fi at home is a great free 
He's like a big bouncer that sits at your Wi-Fi where internet enters your house and into your router, and it says, no, these are things that we don't allow in. All right, it's just by changing your DNS settings and things like that. It's fairly easy to do with a walkthrough from the website, but those are things that protect. And, it, and whatever device is logged on to your house Wi-Fi, whether it's a cell phone or whatever, while they're at your house, it's protected. Does that make sense? Um, and so um, the, the real answer to that question is I, I just depending on how you know your kids, begin to install them. And it might be some difficult conversations that you're just, they're just going to have to trust you and be okay with. Because, but the, and the thing is, they'll be okay. Know your kids will live, survive. Ultimately, they know the number one influencers still, and this is a tribute to, to parents, the number one influencer in the lives of every student in the United States, the number one is still the parents. They might not tell you that, they might, they might say, you know, it's my friends, or this is my real family, or whatever. It's still mom and dad, all right? If they're in a situation, they're still the most listened to people in their lives. Yay, right? Yay. So it's not a total loss, uh, especially if it's looking around here and some of the relationships you have with your children, you're, you're, you're going at it the right way. Um, but it's still going to be some difficult conversations if you really want to rein in the security uh, with social media and with the digital life that we live. Let me pray. Awesome. So if you really need to go to the bathroom, you, you feel, you're not going to hurt my feelings if you need to get up. But any other questions? This is good Q&A time. Yeah, yeah. Everything should be uh, alerted to you. Yeah, and it's like mine. You know, we've got five Kindles within, you know, over the, they've got some different readers and five Kindles. Um, got Erica a new one because she's a voracious reader and it's just saves a lot of trees. So um, the uh, but yeah, all of them, all of them in the top left say Dustin's Kindle number five, number four, number you know it's all mine. It's all wired into my account. So if anything is purchased, even if it's free, it I get an email. You you probably should too. Um, make sure. No, uh, no. If it's if it's downloaded on there, you get an alert. Unless unless and if you're not getting it, you need to make sure you check your spam or your filters, some of those settings. Uh, I will tell you this. You know what? <laughs> when people send you an email, you're like, you know, I didn't get that one. If they typed your email incorrectly, if it was in, if they typed it correctly, you got it. Just saying, that's not a valid excuse. <laughs> it's either hung up in some sort of filter that you have. Or it was was sent directly to trash, or you know, tagged as a, you know, a, a scam artist or something like that. But that's why I would tell I always always telling our adults and like our parents who come in like I didn't get that email. I'm like, hold on, what's your email address? And I look it up. And say, all right, that's what we have. So you did get it. All right, but maybe because it was a masked email or something like that, you know. So let, bring your computer in. Let me help you set the settings and things like that. Just look in the spam. But I always think that's funny because like, I don't know. I get it. It's not like you know, it went off to Siberia someplace. I mean, it's, it was there somewhere. So any other questions? That's a great question about Kindle. Um, Xbox, um, I encourage you, those of you that have uh, gamers in your household, get a family account. Don't just have them have an account. It's a little bit more money, but every purchase, every download of content, all that stuff comes to your email. Uh, I was, this is a very real thing. I, you know, Dalton loves Minecraft. Um, I'm mowing the lawn. 
and my phone vibrates in my pocket. And I just got in the shade one time, and I was just checking some things, and I saw this email. I said, uh, $2.99 map pack for Minecraft. And so I walked up in the house. He's sitting in front of the TV. You know? I said, hey, man, did you download a map pack? He's like, how did you know? I said, I know everything. Do you trust me? <laughs> you know, that's, that's a very real thing. So those are handy. But then again, those, those benefits to those type of things are only as good as you're looking at them. The same way with accountability partners. If my accountability partners don't open those emails and see that it says there was no objectionable content viewed within the past week, they're not going to really be able to, to tell that. So that's a good question. Anything else? Oh, Yes. That's true. You can check. You can check the different apps that you want to have accessible and stuff like that. Now, the thing is, if you're, you're as you're an adult, there's by all means leverage the technology and use the technology that you have. Unless you're uh, unobstru- unobstructed, you know, giving your phone to your child, um, you need to use that to your. And if you want your GPS settings on, then you you should you should use them and have. I'm the same way. I, but there are some different things. The, the key is when they have a, a device, and I'm going to leave you with this thought as we, as we finish up. I talk to parents all the time. And, um, you know, actually, I think I told Mr. Good this last night. Um, only 19% of all students that have a smartphone have any parental settings set on them at all. 19%. That means, you know, and you talk about parents, you're like, do you love your children? Yes, I love my children. Do you, do you, do you, do you feed them? Yes, I feed them. Do you take care of them? you provide them? Household, you know, roof over their heads. Yes, I do that. Would you allow your nine, my nine-year-old daughter, Sammy Joe, beautiful redhead, to to after about nine o'clock walk down to the city park through the rough, roughest part of town to to play on the swings by herself? Absolutely not. But yet you're giving an unrestricted access to the World Wide Web put right in their back pocket. That is crazy. All right, you would never do that in the live, in face to face with with your child, um, but uh, they've doing a recent thing. I don't know if some of you guys there's some videos out. I don't have Showtime, but I've seen some of these videos about um, they were talking about uh, pedophiles and crime and online crime and different things like that. They gener- they created a very realistic um, Filipino ten year old little girl, all right, for all intents and purposes, looking at her on the side of the screen with her quality and stuff like that, looks like a real little girl. And they introduced her to 19 chat rooms, all right, that had to do with people. It's kind of a, um, a sting operation. Uh, and within a certain amount of time, there was 20,000, 20,000 um, chargeable crimes committed, all right? And that was in 19 chat rooms. In the actuality, there's about 20,000 chat rooms that are like that, active on the World Wide Web at any given time. Now, chances of your child stumbling into one of those chat rooms are very slim. Um, but they created this as an opportunity. And just the thing is, it's just a, a broken world. You know, that's, you know, I ask, why? My kids ask me, why would they do something like that? You know, sin, once sin entered the world, this is a broken place. We're all broken people. And, you know, ultimately, that's when we try to affirm our kids to be who they are. And I tell our young ladies all the time when I'm speaking to them by themselves, listen, 
if you are trying to find your identity in anybody but Jesus Christ, you are going to be tragically disappointed. And we need to communicate that to our kids. And I would, you know, I would lead with that in a conversation when I'm trying to institute a new rule. Say, you know what, I, I, God is, you're a blessing. God has given you to me, and, and it's my job, my charge to, to protect you. Um, you know, and from a crazy sixth, seventh grade decision that might affect the rest of your life. Let me pray for you. Father, thank Jesus for um, just the questions and just the, <clears throat> the families that are here and represented and, and the young people. Pray for their hearts, pray for their minds, and, and uh, that they would be uh, driven uh, to be more like you, Jesus, and less like the world. Um, we just, you know, thank you for, for giving us wisdom uh, to see things. Uh, as they should be, uh, and filter them through the Scripture. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to leave you with a thought from Proverbs. Proverbs says, you know, uh, the wise, you know, flee from uh, that temptation, but the uh, that temptation, but the uh, that temptation, but the uh, that temptation.